gorgeous people. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the podcast. It is your host, Mimi. Happy to be back with you guys. Happy Monday. On this week's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Miss Sabrina Ashley. Um, she's such a dope soul. Uh, unfortunately, we did have some recording issues, but we still got a good episode for you guys. I'll definitely be having her back. So with that being said, check out the new episode. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing good. I'm glad to have you on. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've never used Anchor, so I was like, what is this? (laughs) Oh, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Sometimes it takes a while if you don't have it, so but it's all good. We're already recording, so it's okay. all good. How you been, girl? <sighs> I think I'm adulting the right way this time. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, let me introduce you. This is Miss Sabrina Ashley. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, so um, well, after this airs, I'm legally changing my name. So my name will legally be Sekmet. But for right okay. now, my name is Sabrina Ashley, and I am a self-published author, an empowerment speaker, and a lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm based in Atlanta. Yeah, so we met a couple of years ago in Nashville. It seems yes. like so long ago, hasn't it? It really has been. Like, what are the chances of two New York chicks meeting in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> for real, you're from the Bronx. Right. And you were friends with Morgan, right? Is that that's yeah. who it was, right? Because we met at a spot called Pinewood Social. Yes. Thank you for naming yeah. it. Yes. So we were there I, after hours. And it was just a bunch of people. I think we were in a meetup group. And then Morgan was like, Well, this is my friend Naomi. And I was like, I like her. So <laughs> like you've just been my A1, my sister, especially when Aww. I was Listen, I was in the roughest situation shift when you met me, and you was like the greatest divine resource. So I'm always loyal to you. Oh, girl, I just you know what that New York connection. I think we could be in the moon, and you say we're from New York, we connect. <laughs> I got you. Back. I think it's a New York thing, right? It's like as soon as you meet somebody from New York, especially when you both in a different place, it's like automatic connection. Like, girl, I see you. Yes. <laughs> Especially yes. love Nashville, but it's country. Ooh, I know that to me, let me tell you, it, it was an experience living in there. And, you know, like I, at the time I was just like, okay, I'm ready to go on to a different experience. Right. For sure. <laughs> you know, so how's life treating you? Tell me, so tell me about the name change. Oh, okay. So, okay. So since leaving Nashville, I left Nashville in 2016 and just the past three years have been a tremendous spiritual journey. And, um, you know, just me personally, as someone who not only comes from the church, but both my parents are ministers, like I had just one identity to my spirituality And so um, over the course of the summer of 2016, I just had some really weird interventions that caused me to look elsewhere to redefine my feminine identity. Mm. And so 
Yeah, so I landed upon or was introduced to the comedic principal named Sekhmet, and she is a healing warrior. And I've just, yeah, I've just identified with her so much that I'm like, I just want her to be honored every time somebody sees me because the work has been. Hey, girl, sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. Oh, no problem. <clears throat> no, oh, yeah, keep telling us about was a set met segment. Okay. So tell me about the journey about that. Um, geez. So, okay. Branching out to explore my spirituality was something that was very nerve wracking for me and very scary because, you know, in Christianity or Catholicism, you only have like one or two concepts. It's like good or evil and heaven or hell, you know? So I started to realize that a lot of the things that I was going through was being triggered, if you will, by the spirit realm. And so I started, yeah, I started having these dreams and I really couldn't identify what was happening. And I started getting sick out of nowhere. So I started going to the hospital a lot and the doctors started looking at me like I was crazy. And I was a friend. I was like, I don't know what's going on with me. She was like, oh, you don't understand. You have an ancestral calling. And so literally there would be like events in the city in Atlanta that just had all of these natural, you know, African based spirituality conferences or workshops and festivals and I just found myself going and the more I went the more I found answers that were just specific to my cultural identity okay yes so how's that I'm pretty sure that's been you said the last three years pretty much right since 2016 yes you've been going so what have you learned about yourself in the process I have learned that that's a great question. <laughs> I that honestly, as a woman, and I hate to say that and sound cliche, but as a woman, like we are the gatekeepers of the future and the past. Mm. And I realized that there are a lot of different secrets, a lot of different shames that we all mm. carry. And we our mothers, our foremothers, they never got to complete the work to make sure that their bloodline is free. And so when they're watching over us or there are angels assigned to us or we see little omens or something that clicks with our spirit, these are signs and symbols, sigils that the spirit is trying to get our attention to complete the work. 
And I didn't realize that all of the frustration and the pain and the trauma, or even being a black sheep of the family was really them keeping me so that I can learn how to listen in order to complete our work. Mm, that's powerful what you just said right there. Yeah. That is so powerful because you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> you did because as I also go into the journey of self-discovery, there's been a lot of things that have been coming up and I've been very, I've been afraid right. in all honesty, because it's been something that I've had for a long time and I suppressed for a long mm-hmm. time. And I believe it's also like the whole thing with like religion. So I grew up also Catholic and I've always had a conflict with religion as a child, which is very interesting as an adult, how that full circle for me. And right. I just never believed in the whole religion. I always questioned it. Right. And I would get in trouble with my family all the time. They're like, you know, you just got to believe. I'm like, yeah, but this doesn't feel right. Right. You know? And I'm like, it has to be something to this, right? Right. Well, I think for me, it's just the opposite. So I've always loved like God, but I didn't realize, you know, when you're young, that God is a concept or a conceptual title, you know what I'm saying? But that there are spiritual activities attached to the title. And so for me, being that I've always grown up in the church is. Hi, sorry about that. I think Anchor is being a low key hater today. Look, every time we start vibrating higher, it just shuts down. Hold like on. <laughs> Hating that anchor. You better stop. <laughs> you better get this message out whether you like it or not. <laughs> so you were saying, hun. Okay, what's the last part you heard? So you were talking about it was different for you because you grew up in the church. Okay, so yeah. Boy, I don't know how much I was talking. Um, so essentially I just had my, I came to resolve with my fear when I realized, um, you know, David in the book of Psalms talked about how even in, even in death, God would be with him. And so that's Mm kind of where I put my spirituality. Uh, he said, even in, in death, even in, in the grave and in hell is where God will still be with me. And I just kind of resonated with that. I was like, you know, there's no reason to fear my spirituality because even on the darkest, deepest spectrum, God is going to be there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And find my way, he's still going to be there in the misery. So no matter what the journey calls for me to be or do, I know that the spirit of life is here guarding me and is safeguarding me. So I felt comfortable enough to say, okay, I'm gonna give this a try. And honestly, yeah. I feel like it's the best thing to ever promise you. I, I feel like three years was way too long, but you know, that's because I had to get rid of certain dogmas, but I really feel the freest I've ever felt. Like, cause I get to explore different conversational languages that I didn't get to before, you know, in terms of sexuality, in terms of trauma, in terms of just being, you know, what they would call a wild woman, like having no sort of, leash not being tamed by society and still being and I think honestly that's my calling (laughs) yeah you know it's so funny that you talk I've been uh, talking about that too how as women uh all the shame and how we allegedly I'm doing air quotes uh need to act and how to be and I think it's so freeing when you just let go of that because 
we've been um, put so many labels on us, right? In so many different areas, like you're supposed to be doing this. And I feel that the power in a woman is when she really does what she wants to do, period. And you know what? Since you said that, that was actually the trigger point. So I was turning 30 and I was like, okay, I'm not in the relationship that I want to be in. I don't have the marriage. I don't have the children. I keep forcing myself into a career. And it was just like, I literally had a breakdown. So mm-hmm. once I had that breakdown, you know what I mean? The threshold in the 30 was really, really rough for me. But mm-hmm. after I got through what I don't have, I just looked at the blessing, but you still have life. Like you still can try again. You still can go after you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I never gave myself that attention or that permission and nobody had in my childhood given me that type of permission to have my own identity. Mm-hmm. That was the warfare. And so, yes, yeah, and it's so revealing in that warfare because it's gonna be ugly. Uh huh, Uh it's gonna be ugly, right? And it's all listen, I know because I feel like I go on and off with this warfare of myself. Because, you know, like all my life, I've just tried to be the quiet one, tried (laughs) to be ladylike, and it's just like the last two years. Oh, I feel like man, you too ugly right now. Cussing, like it's okay because I think that those things, like I don't know, we've been told how to act, how to, right. you know, and it's like going against the grain. That fuck that. Like I'm, a, I curse a lot in my in real life, in all lives, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I know that people are like, look at that crazy. I'm like, listen, you're not gonna censor me if you don't like it that's I don't care but I'm always going to be this way you know but I've learned that cussing is a form of self-care too and I'm gonna say what I need to say (laughs) (laughs) for real so how is it moving to from back because you was in Nashville for just a short amount of time right uh I was there for about a year and a half were you I thought it was less than that Mm. I I know like months or so okay so what leads you to go back to Atlanta from Nashville what led you back um it was actually that situation I was in it was like I couldn't be I couldn't be there and not be locked up like we started getting into some really tough altercations and it was just like you can't even worth this body bag right now sir yeah so yeah. <laughs> I was like and I was he said because I was like oh my gosh it was such a faith move and I just started to build a community of friends that I really loved um but you know I was just like I can't stay here yeah no I feel you on that I'll tell you what I always remember that um conversation we had that one time I'm not sure if it was for like your blog remember it was recorded and it was a few of us that were having this really raw honest conversation Yes. Remember I that? Too. I felt that I it was do. so healing. Like, I just felt like we truly could. It was a few of us. I think it was about four or five of us. And I felt like I connected with completely because I didn't know anybody else but you there. And to connect with total right. strangers, with other women, and to be have that raw. I think that's the first time I felt my sisters. Yeah. I can agree with you because um, the conversation she's referring, I think I was supposed to have a workshop. It didn't end up working out that way, but I just invited the women that I trusted who had real stories um, into my house in Nashville. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we just had, I think we had some pasta and some salmon. And yeah. we were just like, it was like <laughs> layered conversation. <laughs> and it was just so real. And for me, I think that was the breaker, actually, because I never had, up until that point, real in-depth adult conversation with women, especially Mm -hmm. women of color, because I had my own issues, you know, especially growing up in New York. It could be a little traumatic. So I was just cautious of who I celebrated with, who I loved with, and most importantly, who I was vulnerable with. And I think that conversation was what freed me to be like, okay, there needs to be more of this. Like, yeah. so I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? Like, I'm suffering in silence and there are other people that want to break their own. So I was really grateful for that. And that started the work of just not only my own healing, but when, you know, I do professional healing work as well with Sister Circles. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Like, that led me for the first time. And like, I can agree with you on that, that I was able to open up in a way that I didn't feel judged. Right. And, and it was deep. It was deep. It was deep. Yes. There was some crying. Yes. I felt like there was some healing done amongst us that was definitely needed. And it was like that step to be brave enough to be like, you know what? We can do this with our sisters. Hey, girl. I'm going to tell you what. We're going to get this message, and I don't care <laughs> about how anybody is trying to play this but we're going to do this because I feel that the message and your voice and what you do is important and you you do and I wanted to have you on because besides anything I'm so proud of what you've accomplished because I've seen your growth yeah and I see you and me and vice versa and it's just like you're so dope you know so anchor is going to stop their bullshit (laughs) it's going to let me live today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ain't gonna let us talk okay <laughs> you know what it is you remember when you was a kid and you was on the phone and there was uh was there wasn't call waiting so you couldn't be on the phone all day right right <laughs> and your parent would hang up the phone yes <laughs> that's how you're feeling the anchor is there you better stop right. <laughs> <laughs> It's too funny. But you know what? Tell me about the sister circle. So um, right now I'm rebranding myself, right? So I was very uncomfortable with having the whole, those healing conversations. But over time, and it's crazy over the past three years, like as bad as everything has gotten, I realized that this was the path to take anyway. So um, I've been contracted by different organizations to do personal development work. And so I let them know that, you know, I'm on my Iyanla. Like, this is not anything. (laughs) So I need you to understand that women can be their most productive when they are free and when they are vulnerable in their freedom and they are allowed to take off their mask. So that's what I do. I produce uh, not only events or am, you know, working, collaborating with others to put on events, but I put on like real divine sessions. That's what I call them. And most people call them, you know, soul work sessions. It's just real. Yeah. I tell you, so you have an event coming up in May, right? It's in June. It's in June, yeah, because I'm like, I'm looking at her, I was like, girl, look at you. I'm like, you're doing some amazing stuff, and I see the stuff you posted. I'm like, if my ass was in Atlanta, I would be up in there. Oh, checking thank you, out. you. 
do not <laughs> support you because what y'all don't know is that she's an author too yes i am self-published um i'm actually working on my fourth book right now and i'm okay. really excited about it yes so What's this one is entitled this one's entitled protect your peace and okay. it's seven principles was it seven virtues of sacred sanity and this talks about the journey that i've had over the past three years like mm-hmm. you know how your mental health is affected by every aspect of being quiet and mm-hmm. learning and how to pop off because there has to be a mythology to you i'm sorry a method to you popping off you know what i mean like some people have displaced anger and passive aggression and so they just they get mad but they don't have an intention for their anger. So instead of doing their healing work, what they're doing is really depleting their soul. They're depleting their energy and they're walking around still on a low vibration because they don't have a direction or a narrative with how to make that anger make sense, which was very quiet, walking around with all this hurt, all this anger, you know, found myself coming back to Atlanta from Nashville, if I could be honest, and sleeping with this guy for three and a half years, watching him lie to me, like, and, and just being okay with it because I was so desperate to cover up the pain that was ready to speak. So I had to mm. learn how to my peace and just, you know what I mean? Find yeah. that balance in this crazy world that says you are not allowed to breathe and give myself permission to take five minutes and check on my soul and say, are we good? Mm, that's powerful and you know what that's all of us I think that I, I always talk for myself too that that whole not speaking and just holding it in and that comes from you know learned behavior from you know our families our mothers our aunties and grandmothers and we hold so much in and, and we're walking around just with this built-up anger for years and generational and it's horrible Horrible, but we know how to be pretty women though. But you know, I'm gonna tell you something. I want my soul to be pretty. Yes. I want my soul to be pretty. I like that. Yeah, right. Like I that's what I care about as I've gotten through even with this journey and how I'm listening to you. I feel the same way. It's like on my soul because I feel that we transition to like I believe we live different lifetimes. That's a whole different conversation. But um, I do believe that I want my soul to heal in a way that I let go of fear, doubt. And those are the things that I'm working on. And it's just the freedom of that. It's ugly because right. it's a self-war for sure. You know, it's, it's not an yeah. easy thing because looking at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what, you're fucking up. <laughs> you can't even look in the mirror that's the worst part you just look brushing your teeth with your head down never mind I don't want to do this I don't want to do this <laughs> but you know, it's, it's the work but you got if you can't keep it real with yourself you can't keep it real with nobody exactly so you when can't. people have negative things to say about me I'm like honey I've already said that we, we are like so past that hey <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be in Atlanta this year. Are you? Yes. I definitely want us to meet up if possible. And I would like to do a uh, face-to-face interview and have you on again. And because I want to get into, I want to get with you in deep because I feel like Anchor is trying to stop us today. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm still sharing this story, but I want to go in deep with like no interruptions, really going into like the work that you do, because like I said, you definitely, I want to share you with the world. I love you so much. I, really I love do. you back because I mean, like I say, you've always been a dope soul. I love seeing you grow and you're important. You're needed. You know, it, the thing, the stuff that you're doing and, and the, um, I see you in the panel and girl, I mean, you used to model too now. Like I used to see them pictures of you modeling and stuff out there in the fashion back shows. In the, back in the day, back, back, back. It's still part of you, okay? Don't do <laughs> Look, I try to relive that so much. It's just not working. I just... <laughs> you're all that you're all that shine well no I definitely you're all that shine but yeah I'm definitely going to be in Atlanta this year so I want us to definitely meet up so we can do this in person and connect because it's been a while I have not seen you in a couple in more than a couple of years I've been in Houston for three already yeah I think it was like probably November 2015 yeah wow yes 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 yeah it's been forever. And so I definitely want to share more about you and stuff like that. So I want you to share your platform. So tell us how we can find you. Okay. So, um, so the new website is coming along. It's going to be F is in Frank T D concepts.com. And that's the new, the brand. So FTD stands for from the den because okay. I was birthed in the darkness and so now that whole brand won't be ready until June but I'm going to be doing more um, metaphysical work I'm getting certified as a Reiki healer right now as we speak okay. um, and yes and I'm learning different uh, modalities in terms of therapy until I decide if I want to get you know finish this degree and get licensed okay. <laughs> so yeah okay so it'll be yeah uh ftdconcepts.com and then the new ig handle will be ftd uh i'm sorry it'll be coach ftd so at coach ftd ftd is that up yet or no because i want to share that on the show oh, notes okay it will yeah. okay cool yeah and definitely she'll be speaking so tell me tell us about the event you have in Atlanta, just in case we have some Atlanta listeners Yes, Saturday, June 22nd, I'm having my M3 workshop, which is Manifesto, Mindfulness, and Motion. And it's all about teaching you how to use emotional intelligence and how to press play in your life. So all everything that we were talking about tonight, just learning how to be mindful of yourself, how to create a mindset when you may be in a depressed state or you know when you're just trying to find your language and your power and you don't have many resources but you do have you and that's more than enough so I'm going to teach you how to use you to press play in your life and so where can the people find you on Instagram and Twitter I'm not on Twitter but, okay. um, no so but yeah the coach FTD that's going to be my main Instagram Okay. Doom, everything is still at Love Sabrina Ashley. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to share all this information, and there's going to definitely be a part two because we have so much to talk about. And yeah. Anchor is acting up today, and I wasn't um, uh, expecting that. But you know what? I'm going to have my girl, and we're going to be on, and we're going to share all kinds of gems. And I always appreciate I appreciate you for agreeing to being a guest today. 
listen you're the one person you know in my future <laughs> i see myself on some bigger platform hey <laughs> oh my god anchor is off the chain today on a roll then it just decides oh. to stop win Stay <laughs> for effort i know so you were saying Oh, I was only express. I was telling the people my love for you, knowing me. I was oh, saying, you know, no matter where I go, what I do, like I will always have a space in my heart for you, my calendar, whatever, <laughs> like whatever you need. Because you know, when I was in said situationship, you really you helped me out monetarily, and you know, you allowed me to call you after work crying like I texted you all times of the day I don't know if your husband was tired of me or not but (laughs) a big sister that I never had so I'm forever like and when I say that I love you like and I say that to people a lot you know just so I can lift their spirits but there is something about you that is just like I will fight for you oh girl I will catch a case for you (laughs) that made me cry no like I really love you just you know just the we were I remember one night we were talking at Starbucks just about our families and our upbringing and I was like I love her like we are like roommates or something you know what I mean no like from the heart from the soul like you are probably one of top three people who whatever I have if you need it and I got it don't even ask just let me know I love you back I mean you know I love you I, I do. I'm always not friends and me. And if you ever need anything, I'm always going to be here for you. And um, don't hesitate. It doesn't matter what state or planet I'm at <laughs> at the time. <laughs> the way I've been moving, I'm not sure I'm going to be, you know. I always, you know, I'm loving Houston, but you never know. You know, I've, I've, been, I've become this person about opportunity and just going for it. And hey, you know, sometimes it has to be that way. Taking a chance on yourself—it's very important. Yes, ma'am. But I want to tell you that I love you and thank you for being on. And I promise we're going to connect and we're going to have. Uh, uh, the, we won't have these issues for sure. But I want to be on because I wanted to share you with the world. And I appreciate you. Aww. I love you. I love you too. You said make me cry. <laughs> coming down, and I'm just leaning so it just stay right where it is. <laughs> and you're my sister, so I want you to know yes, that. Yes. Likewise, I feel that way. Yes. So I want to shout out everyone for listening, and thank you for tuning in. And to the next one, have a blessed one, beautiful people. Yay. One more thing, beautiful people, ways to find the podcast, you can go on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, Overcast, Google Cast, Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere you like to listen to your podcast. 
subscribe, leave me a review, um, share it. Sharing is caring. And I always appreciate you guys for showing me so much love because this podcast means the world to me and you guys mean the world to me for listening. And until the next one, have a blessed one. Thank you.